Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam Show. I'm your host, Adam, and this is my guest, Sarah. How are you doing today, Sarah? Rude. When did I get relegated as guest? I don't know. Better than being relegated to ghost. <sighs> Depends who you ask. <laughs> yeah, being a ghost is super hip. I guess like I guess like old bed is like would 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 side with you with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm more powerful than you could possibly imagine. He being a ghost. He totally would. <laughs> I think it was just a more of a crack at Anakin's creativity. Whatever. Whatever. He was he was like you can't even imagine anything. So that's why that's how powerful I'll be. Anyways, We've got Bad Batch today, and we've mm-hmm. got Willow, and um, dare I, I'm a little bit afraid, uh, actually, once once Willow's gone, uh, like, just talking about Bad Batch, like, hey, let's talk about a 24-hour, a 24-minute episode real quick. I know. I feel like we could just dissect it like crazy, though. Like crazy. If we wanted to. Crazy like a fox? Kind of crazy, or? No, just crazy. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. So we have news a little bit, not much actually, like really almost nothing at all. Yeah, there there really wasn't anything. I I looked again for Wheel of Time just just to, you know, be consistent and let everyone know that I'm still clinging on an actual date. There is not one. Oh, okay. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> I wasn't actually curious. I know. Um, yeah, but but the there's like a Disney Plus trailer streaming 2023 kind of thing that's that's been released, and they've included small, very small, short snippets from Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew in it, like brief. I think they were what two seconds each, maybe. I wasn't counting something something ridiculous and you can just see them briefly so they're coming yeah jude law is on his way apparently yeah which which one is gonna be here first do you think i think it'll be ahsoka first i hope it'll be ahsoka i think they're gonna go um so we've got bad batch right now and then i expect mandalorian obviously we know is coming in march i think ahsoka will follow right after that and then skeleton crew at some point later on in the year nice okay that's i feel like that would make sense to it would be like one long movie like mandalorian leading into ahsoka yeah Um, but then again they might they might divide it up so that you stay subscribed for the whole year (laughs) I mean that they might, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I wonder how many people, when they subscribe to a channel like this, mm-hmm. actually realistically think that they're going to just like go in and out. They're like, oh yeah, okay. So this show's on for two months. I'm gonna go on for two months, and I'm gonna go through the hassle of turning it off for mm-hmm. a month, and then the next show's here for another three months. But then I'm gonna turn it off for a couple months, mm-hmm. and it's all for the sake of a couple dollars. I know. I mean, I mean, this was before streaming got like really, really big. But when Game of Thrones was first starting, I was working in like the telecommunications 
industry. And so many people would come in to add HBO to their package and then like for Game of Thrones. And then as soon as the season was over, they would come in to remove uh, HBO from their package. So many people. I don't, but I mean, I don't know how many people do that with streaming. I feel like it would just be annoying. It might be. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's that. And actually, uh, Loki was in that trailer too. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I a- I really liked that show, so I'm glad we're getting a second season this year. Yeah. Oh, so. I was reading this thing that basically said that we're not never going to have, like we're never going to have another thing where uh, we we get a season of something and then we get the next season the next year at the same time. Like Like if if it's post-production being what it currently is, which I I don't know, Mm -hmm. like they kept obliquely referencing it and the things, the technical things that they said didn't make any sense to me, but they're basically saying that like, there's just no way that they could do like Mandalorian that uh, starts in November and then the next season of Mandalorian that starts the next November. Like that's just not feasible. Even if they plan, even if they start filming before the season airs, it's right. just not something they can do these days for some reason. Hmm. It's interesting. Sure. Makes me wonder. I would, I would love to, was that like an article? Um, yeah, I, I I can try to find it for you at some point. I'm just curious about it. Like, what were their, their reasons behind it? That's all. I, I don't know. No uh, one knows, Sarah. I'm just curious. Um, it doesn't surprise <laughs> me, but I, I'm, I would like to know the actual reasoning behind it. Well... I'll try to find it. I, I really will. All right. Um, so yeah. <laughs> she never heard from him again. Never, <laughs> never got it. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that was it. Was it was fairly interesting. I didn't know if it was. It, it's like I, I'm really trying to weed out that. Like they have this feed that that Google keeps giving me, mm-hmm. um, and I keep trying to weed out just like the total garbage. And this was actually a. So I've been clicking on a lot of just random crap. And then I just go back and block it because I'm like, you have nothing worthwhile to say. You're just trying for clicks. So block you forever. And hopefully you don't actually put out good content other than that one thing because I just judged you entirely by that one piece of content. Mm -hmm. But um, this one was like, oh, yeah, I'll keep reading things from that guy. That was actually interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe I'll find it. (laughs) <laughs> even even a blind squirrel sometimes finds an acorn yeah Frick. uh okay that you're a blind squirrel that that's it though for news there's really nothing mm. yeah i guess that's that's truthful yeah mm-hmm. so do you want to move on and talk about some tv shows uh, if we have to i mean we don't have to but Shall we just end it here? Yeah. Like, here's your cast, guys. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk about Willow. All right. And then we'll talk about the two episodes of Bad Batch and 
stuff. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, because we only had the one episode of Willow to watch this week, so. Yeah, so the first episode here is, oh, the first episode, the seventh episode, and this is apparently seven of eight. So we have mm-hmm. one last one. This is the penultimate. This is called Beyond the Shattered Sea. It was a full hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the caption is, our heroes finally reach the place where all maps end. The infinite expanse of the shattered sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what did you think of this one? Because this is, like you said, it's the penultimate. It's the second last episode, and there's, I like, there's a lot of stuff that theoretically needs to be wrapped up. I don't know. I was just like, I, I expected it to be more actionful. Yeah, it did seem like a lot of, um, like, montage scenes, like, with them, like, training, and, like, Alora's training, and Kit and is training, yeah. like, practicing, like, there, it was a lot of that kind of stuff, really. They're doing all their fireworks practice and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, they're gonna be able to give a good show, like, rival Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I I just kept thinking if they're kind of close to the city and they're trying to like sneak in and ca- and and save this guy because they there's like this weird juxtaposition of okay when they get there there's this implication that they have to be stealthy about going there because every time they face any of the crones minions mm-hmm. they just run away like they can't fight they couldn't possibly beat these guys. Right. And, and so if they get there, who's going to be there? Like, no, no, not the crone's minions uh, at her fortress. <laughs> you know, like, oh, no, we can't. Act. So they can't, like, storm the castle and free free Eric. They're going to have to, they're going to have to go and, you know, stealth themselves in. But then on their way to the castle they're just on like this flat plane it's like a sea i mean literally looks like a sea and they're just shooting off fireworks at each other all night yeah yeah so they're like hey we're right here we're, we're approaching we're gonna be there in you know a month or two or whatever well i so i was wondering that too like because of how they were doing the scenes and everything it like i wonder if they did that to show time passing or something like i don't don't know know. and then there's that one scene where it was like all the stars in the sky and i thought they were like in a cavern or something because it just seemed like there were too many stars and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was interesting i will say the one thing that i actually have really been enjoying um with this show is they mm-hmm. they seem to have a really cool handle on the soundtrack. Okay, you like the soundtrack? Yeah, I feel like it fits. Sure. Yeah, it it hasn't it hasn't bothered me before. Um, I I you have to be pretty careful with me at least about adding adding like like songs to. You know, like the outro always has some kind of a singing, like a mm-hmm. some kind of singing, like actually a song with lyrics, and that that can really be an off-putting thing to me if they get that wrong. But they they haven't really they've done a good job so far, at least to my taste. Yeah, well, I feel like the songs that they're picking are fitting the episodes. 
like they're matching the theme and everything. Yeah. Um, and they've done a, a pretty solid job at that. And then you've got these montage fighting scenes. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot, a lot, uh, lot of weirdness. So, first off, they, let's see, they have to, they, they reach the, the, the sea, and, mm-hmm. and then they're like, we have to go. And then the next scene shows Kit just falling over, and you don't have any idea if she's gone, like, all day, if she just, like, stumbled on her way to start going across the sea. Mm-hmm. You know, if maybe they've been going for days, who knows, but at some point... They just randomly hit like some kind of shop and hotel place. Right. And what's her name? The savior of mankind woman. She thinks <laughs> that the old man is dead. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I, I guess I guess that's okay for him to die. And then he's like, just asleep. And I'm like, what? why did you assume he was dead? It's, it's very, man. I'm I... glad humankind isn't in her hands for real. <laughs> It he's is. Like, he's probably dead. Oh no, he's just sleeping. He's just apparently. sleeping. Um, <laughs> it's it's. I don't even know what the right word is for it because I. It just feels kind of silly. Why did he make a house out there? How did he make a house out there? Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, also, so in this episode, you've got them learning. It feels like they tried to tie up some loose ends in a way. Not really, but like you have this whole Kit and Jade thing sort of being addressed that's not really being addressed, but kind of is. And like Alora knows that she is supposed to die and like things are slowly being uh, worked in. But I feel like there's still a lot to go over for there being one more episode left. Yeah, I mean, they, they did do some closure. Like, I, I thought it was funny. Like, so finally Kit and Jade hook up, and good for them, I guess. Um, Whatever. I, I did think it was awkward. Like, how, how often were they hooking up? Like, there there wasn't much room on any of the, like, little islands that they found. You know, like, pro- the privacy issue would have mm-hmm. been, I don't know, just funny. Whatever. Um. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny, though. I'm, I'm glad that they finally resolved that, because they, they didn't need to keep dragging it out. I thought maybe they would, but mm-hmm. well, they didn't. Yeah, it's... Um, but I feel like there's still a lot left to go through. Yeah, well, I thought the uh, What's his name? Uh, the... The guy I was making fun of you for not knowing his name that Grayson? I'm forgetting now. Borman. Oh, Borman. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you didn't know Grayson's name either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Borman, I, I like that he's like, oh, yeah, where the cuirass. And no one even cares about his cuirass or any anyone's ass. But, um, like, the they don't care. They're like, aren't you going to just put it on while you're fighting the, the minions of things? And he's like, no, it's not the right time. So, the the funny thing is the episode ends with them, like jumping off the cliff, but it's just those mm-hmm. two. And then, uh, but but I I would laugh hysterically if the next episode just never showed Willow or Borman or any of those guys. 
Oh, if it was just Kit, Alora, and uh, Eric. Yeah. Like the next, the left, the final episode just didn't have any closure for anyone else. That like, would be awful. They can't do that. Oh, I know. I, I mean, it would be awful, but I can almost see the show doing it. Just not, not because this show is awful. I've actually really enjoyed it, uh, for to the degree that it, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's been fun. It really has. It's just, it's funny that. I don't know, they kind of set it up at the end. They're like, oh, it's just those two. But but like Borman ha- needs to have the little, he needs to get the cure-ass thing to work. Mm-hmm. And we have to see what Grayson's going to do or Graydon or whatever. Uh, to Like, because he dropped that he's going to kill Borman or his dad wants him to. Right. So we got to resolve that a little bit. Uh, not to mention the awkward love triangle or square even of like the crone with Eric and and um dove and grayson yeah it's a whole thing yeah uh so they have to they those guys have to fall off the cliff and not to mention it would be really funny if the final the season finale just didn't have willow in it it's called willow it doesn't have willow (laughs) i i don't think they'll do that well but they gotta set it up to look like it's gonna do that you know See, I didn't even think of that as a possibility, though. So I don't know if it was necessarily set up that way. Oh, just just because you didn't see it means it wasn't. Got it. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just because you have two okay. characters enter one area doesn't mean that's the only thing. Well, so everyone else was going to quit. Everyone else was like, no, nah, we're turning back. I thought it was, I did think it was a little bit like... Uh, okay, so I, I actually I rewatched the uh, the Hobbit movies recently with my sons because we were reading the Hobbit and we watched the mo- movies and I actually liked the movies a lot more the second time uh, through. The one thing that's always annoyed me though is have you seen the movies? I have, yeah. Okay, um, so so there's this scene where they get to the mountain and. They're supposed to, something's supposed to work for them. And, you know, like they're supposed to be able to open a door at the right time, at the right moment, play or the place. And they get there, they're at the right time, they're at the right place, roughly. And they can't open the door that's not working. And before they try everything, like they've literally been there for like five minutes, they all just get depressed and leave in a huff. Mm-hmm. All the dwarves are like, I guess we're going down the mountain. We're going back home. We're done. Right. And I'm always like, you guys have traveled for like months and months and months and you're giving up after five minutes. Like, and you're supposed to be stubborn dwarves. Um, And that's what it felt like here just a little bit. Like they've been trekking through this bog for, you know, months. Mm -hmm. And they've been on this crazy adventure and they see the waterfall. They're like, all right, I'm gone. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Well, it, it just, it, it, I'm just like, where is your resolve at all? You know, like everyone's just like, all right, yeah, I'm cool with just leaving forever. Sure. No, no problem. Well, they didn't even like take a minute to look around. Like maybe we'd follow the waterfall around and try to see if there's, you know, like they, they're just like, no, we're gone. And so they kind of lead. So the two people who are like, okay, well, we're going to go. They, they actually do go. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them presumably are just waiting for him up top. Presumably. Presumably. I, f- oh. 
I I was when I was watching it, I got the vibe that like so Alora and Kit have have gone through whatever, fallen off the side of the cliff, and they're with Eric. And I was like, okay, so I I was thinking that the whole entire episode would take place where Eric is, wherever that world is, um, and that city, yeah, and that everyone else would appear and like follow somehow and get there. <laughs> it's like the. Uh... It's like the spawn points in Halo. I don't know if you've played many of those games, but like it used to be that if your friend can get to safety, mm-hmm. like you're playing against the, you're playing multiplayer against like co-op, I guess, against the um the environment. And if they can get far enough away from an enemy, like you die, they have to respawn you, but they can't respawn you in the middle of the fight. So your yeah. friend has to run away. And then once you get to a place of safety, then they, you, you can respawn. Yeah there like that <laughs> i like that they're, they're just like all right we'll respawn you guys in just a minute like you guys don't have to plummet down no i i thought i thought it was fun there, there's just a lot of things to poke holes at poke holes in today um i mean in, in a lot of them i guess but yeah there's a ton of things to poke holes in with it i think it's I think part of the problem is that you've got eight episodes and nothing really happened until the last two, until episodes like six and seven. Not much, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just been weird. If you had changed that a little bit, you could have had a whole lot more happening um, that would fill out some of these, these problems. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's fine. I I mean I really am enjoying the show. I mean I'm probably coming across as being a cantankerous old uh, critic or something. I I I do enjoy it. Like just the fact that it's it's just so weird. Everything about it. Like there's there's being culled by some like creature who can literally swim through mud. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty cute creature, actually. I know it is. But um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 just a weird show, and I think my issue with it now is I'm like, okay, you have one episode left. What are you gonna do with that episode? That isn't going to come across as rushed and like you drop the ball. Do you think the crow creature is actually dead? Did Great Graydon kill him? Mm. Her it. I don't think so. It looked pretty like disappeared to me. Maybe. I mean, I I won't I won't like be angry if if they lived or something. It's just maybe they're respawning. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh, uh, I don't know what my response to that would be. <laughs> uh I will say I was I wasn't like surprised or anything, but. I thought it was pretty, pretty awesome that you and I last week were like, there's something up with that girl with Eric. She's, she's Mm -hmm. bad news. And here we are. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know if you, you probably caught this, but Mm -hmm. I like that they kind of built the, they kind of in a way told us the storyline of the crone. Like she's a crone because, okay. uh, Like, did you link, did you link that she is from the same, land as the old man in the hut no i didn't like that 
Yeah, so he was talking about how he, they, his their princess was stolen, and he and his knights went out to go find her. Mm-hmm. And so, and then he, they obviously they never did. But he's an old man now. He was a knight. He loved her, whatever. And and then, but but he's been gone for you know he's like he's like in his seventies or something. You know, at least maybe older. Who knows? But it's been a long time, and. So she was stolen and, you know, he's trying to find her. And, and at this point, she is a crone. She's just old and whatever. But, you know, she's got magic to make her look young and right. attractive or whatever. But, you know, she was saying she was the princess of that same country. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called now, but she's the princess. And, you know, clearly she she's like she's the crone, you know. Right. Uh, she she was just kind of being disingenuous about when she was captured, right? Um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like that. I figured she was. I mean, we had kind of talked about her last week being something bad, Cronish. Um, yeah, and now here we are. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. I I did think this was funny. Like whatever you, they probably just like cut out a scene or something. But there's the scene where okay, so Eric is just hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. They're kind of flirting. She eventually makes out with him, and he actually shows some honor. And he's like, "No, I like Dove." And he actually knows her her actual name, right? Which I thought was a point in his favor, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but then not only did he know her name, he actually was like, "No, I can't." Like I've seen. I, I'm not going to cheat. Like I, and you kind of got the sense at the start of the show that he might just um, be good for that. Do whatever he wants. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, you know, like I, I was, he was like, yeah, just like be the best person you can. Be the best, you know, like prince I can and for my people and be the best brother I can and support and, you know, then eventually be the best husband and the best, the best dad. And I was like, all right, go Eric. And then. And then pretty soon after that, uh, they kiss, and then she's like, "Come with me, I'm I'm the crone." He's like, oh, "You're the crone." She's like, "You're freaking out." He's like, "Yeah, no shit, mm-hmm. I'm freaking out." Like clearly, clearly, like you've imprisoned me here in this hopeless wasteland, and now you're trying to seduce me after telling me vehemently that you wouldn't stand for that. Mm-hmm. And then he runs away. And then the next scene, he says, like, so he's running from evil. Like clearly, he's just like. I, I can't. And then the next scene, he says, I'll do whatever you want. Like, he just capitulates completely. Right. Which is why, like, I think it was rushed in terms of the other episodes. Because that's something that you could you could have shown what happened in between there. Like, what broke him to do that? Or did she do something with her magic to do that? Yeah, I mean, I like the idea of of free, you know, freedom of to choose or whatever, free, you know, agency. Mm-hmm. I, I hope, I hope she didn't, you know, but one way or another, he's. I, I just they, I thought it was funny. He just went from, no, I will not. Right. And, and then he's like, "I'll do whatever you want." The next, the very next scene. Right. But again, I, like. like I, he could have the freedom to choose that, and we just don't know what happened. No, I mean, I would be fine with that choice. I, I, I don't care about his choice, really, except for they showed one, one thing where he just, like, 
lad. He's like, no, this mm-hmm. is loathsome. And then the next one, he's like, I'm kind of thirsty. Sure, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think we're we're saying yeah. the same thing. Like, yeah, and that goes like, that goes back to it being a rushed last couple of mm-hmm. episodes. Well, it, it goes back to yeah. So you know, this episode and then the one before showed him. Yeah. And then the one before that didn't, but then this, the episode right before that did for just a second. He's just like wakes up in the city. So, and that's I, it. And then they skip him in the next one. And then they start showing him some more. I feel like they could have cut some stuff from, from like the main storyline area that was kind of fluffy and fillery and had these moments with him to create more of a story of what's happening there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't really even want more story. Like, it's honestly like that. It's the most boring part of the show. Was them? Was that? Was Eric and him just like I'm thirsty? You know, but I mean that they needed more development though. So I don't know. Like you're right. We probably should have more. Just right. You know. I don't know. So okay, now and now he has like he's he's uh slick looking like she just has like a new wardrobe waiting for him Mm -hmm. once he capitulates honestly i i thought it would be i don't know tonight i'm just apparently i'm just feeling like really i just really wanted to see a bunch of like like almost off color twists i I was i wanted to see him like i'll do whatever you want and then like the next scene is just like a steamy you know like sex scene for a second you know (laughs) and it's just like oh man that escalated quickly like it would have just been you know like (laughs) just funny to me i don't know but 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 like he just capitulated so quickly um yeah it is what it is though that now he looks he's he's ready he's like hello see i got the vibe from it that she did something to him like i don't think this is his free will choice i think he was just thirsty and just just wussed out i think he took away like the time that he didn't have water available Mm -hmm. he seemed so devastated one time and then the next and then this time he's like reaching for water and he can't get it Mm -hmm. but we just we just didn't see the process of him dehydrating or anything right yeah, I, I hope it's not her forcing him to like I I I hate I've always disliked that. But like I'm a good guy, but I have to be a bad. I've, they, they've done it before, I guess, with the zombie guys. So it's it's in a lot of movies and shows, so it wouldn't surprise me as something. Like people's decisions are always way more interesting to me when it's them making them, though, because in 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 essence, it becomes two versions of the crone at this point right which I, I i understand that like i'm not saying that that's a bad thing i'm just saying the vibe that i got was that she she did something okay well one way or another he is not on the good side anymore right that was very obvious so how badly did you want when when kit and elora were hugging each other in the waterfall and kit's like no you have to own your situation. I was like, how, 
how have you ever owned anything? Like she's trying to give her a pep talk. She's like, we have to. And then she actually followed through and went herself like good, good for Kit. I, I really like, I've just wanted these stupid twists. So what I wanted was like, so they're hugging each other and she's like kind of turning Elora, mm -hmm. and I wanted her to just like push her off the waterfall. Just like, just Elora. Just Elora? Yeah, like Kit's just like, I'm hugging you. We're going to fall off the edge together. Mm -hmm. And then Kit just like shoves her off the edge. She's like, all right. You really wanted some twists to happen this episode. Yeah, I did. I wanted something crazy and nothing. I feel like that just would have made it even worse. Oh, I, th I think overall, narratively, yeah. It absolutely. <laughs> like, all, all of, both of the things I want, like... And today I would have laughed riotously. I, I'm just in the mood. I would have, I would have been hilarious to me. And like long term, it wouldn't have been fulfilling. But I, I can see that. And yet, the heart wants what it wants. All mm -hmm. right. I mean, fair. Yeah. Like Eric wanted some water. I just wanted answers. Yeah. Uh, Willow wanted to go home. <laughs> some reason he's like my grown-ass adult daughter who i can't save or even hope to save because i'm like literal like literally like a quarter of a year away from her right now needs me to turn back and save her right now yep yep all right well that's cool man i'm glad you're short enough to actually be able to sleep on the little sledge mud sledge thing good for you uh, yeah, so there's one episode left, mm -hmm. and I feel like it's not going to be fulfilling in terms of wrapping up these storylines. So they're going to have to find a way to magically teleport away from this city immemorial. Mm -hmm. Because they are, um, yeah, that. They're going to have to teleport away. That's all. Uh, because <laughs> otherwise, maybe we could have season two, the return journey. Well, that's what I mean, though. They either have to wrap everything up or set it up for a season two. And I think both options are going to be disappointing at this point. Sure. Okay, so let's... um, Let's... Let's... uh. Let's remember, too. Okay, so do you remember in one of the first episodes, she is someone that someone actually commented on this in um, on the discord server. Mm -hmm. And like they're talking about the two we never even talked about them at all the two like lumberjack women people. Okay. Do you remember and Elora's like trying to escape the zombie dudes. Mm -hmm. And she's just like in in the forest and like, and then the zombie guy comes and just kills them. Okay. You remember them? Vaguely. Yeah, like they're they're just like awkward lumberjack women. Um and but they they like swear to Elora. They're like, "Oh, you're like the chosen one or something." Like, "I hope you let us form an army for you." And like they're you know, they're talking about this prophecy that like is generally known to the outside world. Mhm. Mm and we never see another hint of that beyond those two. We never at any point see a hint of it. Right. So are you thinking it's going to come back in this episode? 
I don't know. It can, frankly, like uh, so. I could see it being like uh, so the the way I, I guess I could see it. Maybe maybe they just left those two women in at, just for fun. Like they they were like yay, but they changed the narrative at some point. But I mean, each time they go, so like they find a new village to hang out in, kind mm -hmm. of. You know, like like they visit the Nelwyn, the you know Willow's village, and then they they visit the um, the Skull people who who callously murder people, but they say they don't. Right. Um, and then they and that you know they go see the trolls, and I, I could see that interaction going differently if the writers wanted to go that way of like somehow the trolls respect Elora and you know vaguely agree to to help her in the future and and then at the end they get to the city of memorial which isn't just like a like half the world away mm -hmm. uh, you know via via mud sledge and they show up and they're like oh we can't win this fight there's just like this whole horde of crone cronies <laughs> and and then, like, all these armies just, like, show up. The trolls are like, we're here for you. And, you know, like, I could see it being, like, this touching gathering of all the forces of the realm to fight the evil of the crone. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, I can still see the the weird, the skull people, like, coming to help if they had any idea how to get there. Like, you can't t magically teleport an entire army out there. Right. So... Uh, you know, and and also like the visions of Willow, the vi Willow's having of like Laura's gonna die and all mm -hmm. this stuff. It's not like on a battlefield, and I don't I don't see how we can have a battlefield, even if all the people decide to get over themselves and jump over the cliff, which I'm sure they will mm -hmm. in some way, or they respawn. They they let their friends spawn them out, uh, one way or another. They're there, and then the crones minions, like like all five of them show up. Like that's not a battle. It's just like a little skirmish. Right. You know, no matter how desperate or epic it is, it's not a full flan battle with corpses littering the ground. So okay. I I don't know how they can do it. I'm, I hope they come out with a ridiculous and like almost plausible way that I can just be like, all right, I'm good. Let's go with it. Yeah, I I feel like I'm at the point where I just don't know what to expect next episode. Yeah, I I want to see the pitched battle that they've kind of been hinting at that I don't I don't think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. It's fine. Um, so I don't know about you. So I, I know I've, I've sounded so negative about this, and even despite me saying like I've enjoyed it, uh, here here's the thing. Here's the charm about this show. Mm -hmm. uh, so for me is. There are so many plot holes and so many dumb things <laughs> that you can really just like poke your poke through and and I I don't like I'm I'm always I'm naturally looking for those just because that's how my brain works but uh, like unlike some other shows that take themselves too seriously mm -hmm. if they take themselves seriously and have a lot of plot holes then I'm like oh that's the, like that makes me like it way less right this one this one has me just buying into it I'm just like. All right, let's go. Like, let's just go. Like, Elora has no way of knowing how to shoot the the, you know, her her stick, but mm -hmm. she does sometimes, and I, that I, that's fine. Like, they needed it for script reasons. Great. Right. Like, yeah. I just buy it. I buy it. I I like all of it. The ride is just, 
enjoyable and i don't really care about the destination well and like i think that's just because it's been like that the whole time mm-hmm. and it just doesn't there are just parts of it that just don't make sense no it's it's all over the place it is wild and strange and uh, weirdly paced and every episode is its own like unique themed like this is like them wandering in the wilderness for ever and so is eric mm-hmm. frankly and it's just like this really desolate thing they probably just plotted around in the same swamp for for like however many days it took to shoot this whole episode like just like one little like acre of swamp yeah 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 it's fine though i i enjoyed it i i genuinely i would give this episode like a six and a half or seven out out of ten right yeah what would you give it probably like a seven yeah seven, like it's enjoy- it, it it was fine shenanigans are enjoyable this was the episode that i'm like cool i want to know what's going on now like like last episode episode six was the one where i was like okay things are starting and this was the episode that i'm like okay like i can i can see what the problems are going to be and and the resolution that needs to happen but because it's the second last episode i'm like i don't know all right so we'll see i guess yeah how the finale is well, yeah, they've, they've given up their, um, what do they call it? Their mud beast, whatever it's called. Oh, their wow. mud mander or something. I have no idea what they called it. Oh, that makes sense that you wouldn't know. But um, <laughs> but I don't remember it either. It's good. We're good, We're good at forgetting things together. Um, so they've given that up. There's no way they walk all the way back after this. No, I don't think they would. Right, but so if they go in, let's say that like everything happens so quickly and they just like murder the crone and her cronies. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, you know, whether Eric's dead or alive or grateful or like upset, whatever, like they're all just stuck on in this city forever or there's going to be some magical portal that the crone's been using to send her minions to their location every time there has to be some kind of portal and it just makes me wonder why is it their portal to that city there probably I mean, there, must be. there probably is and they just haven't found it yeah or it's closed oh. from maybe it's like a maybe she's closed it from that side mm, that would be spicy so. i don't know I thought it was fun. It'll be good. Um, and then, yeah, like one episode. I wonder if it'll be like an hour and a half or something. There's a there's a lot to wrap up. That's true. It could, they could make it longer. I don't know if that would be good or not. I don't know. I want to see Borman become worthy somehow. I don't know if we see that. No. I don't know. I I literally have no idea what to expect next episode because the show has been so all over the place and also so slow to actually get anywhere that I'm like, <laughs> what is what is even going to happen next episode that's going to seem satisfying? 
Yeah, I I just I like the slow burn, man. I I I don't mind it. Like as long as there's some good quips, some good, you know, like some incremental character development, which there was in the, you know, there has been. Uh, you know, like as long as I enjoy the quirkiness, I I'll just I, I'd watch this. Uh, like I I'd watch another season of this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like I like it as long as I enjoy the characters and their development, then. I mean, I, I could be fine with this dragging out another, like, four, four episodes or something. Right. I mean, not not at the stage that they're at now. Now they've, they've got to, they've got to finish it now. But, but like, if, it, if it, there was just, like, three more episodes of filler, I think I'd have been like, oh, that's fine. We'll see. Just ride, ride the waves of ridiculousness. We'll see. Um, okay, so you actually liked it. Yeah, I did like oh. it. Well, yeah, you seem you seem so like reserved about all of it today. No, I'm I'm trying to figure out I I don't even know how to say it, so it's fine. Um I oh. I, I did like it. I I actually enjoyed the bits with Eric and the crone in there. I thought it was good. I thought that was I liked getting to see more of his storyline. I'm disappointed mm-hmm. that we didn't get to see more of it overall. Oh, um, okay. Like the ending where he comes out and you know that he's clearly not on their side. I thought that was fantastic. Oh, I, I did like that. He's like, you took a shower finally. Like, good, good for you, Eric. But, yeah, it was, it, I, I, just, I was just always so weirded out by her, I think, and her changeability. Like, she clearly, she was, like, so, every scene, she was just a little bit different. I mean, and I think that that was written in. I just, um, I didn't love those scenes, but I'm glad you did. There's nothing wrong with liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like, so do you like Eric as a character? I wouldn't say I like him. I wouldn't say I dislike him. I think it, he was a missed opportunity. Right now, his character just feels like a device. His character is a device to get mm-hmm. Kit there and get Alora there. Yeah, I mean, you're right about that. Like, I, I, I liked, I liked his strength of character. The 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 two episodes that we get to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, the the two the opportunities that he's had to show his strength of character have been. Have been good, like the the first episode where he's like, "Kit, I'm gonna be the best brother you can have. Like, I'm gonna help you here. Like, we're gonna figure this out. Right? You know, I don't know how we're gonna do it. And she's just like this ungrateful, awful person, like she is the whole most of the se- season. Um, but he he's like, I'm stepping up. I'm gonna do well. Like, I don't know how to do it. I'm I'm an irresponsible lout, but I'm gonna like be good here now." Like, that was awesome. Like, you could see he's got some steel in him, you know? Like, he's got some resolve. And then, again, like, he's clearly attracted to this girl. They're all, they're literally on a desert island, you know? Like, he's probably never going to see Dove again, mm-hmm. really. And yet he's still like, no, I'm I, I'm going to stay faithful. Like, right. those two, those two I, I, like, I like that. That's the kind of thing that I'm a sucker for. I want to see people, you know defiantly you know break through the tr- the difficulties of life and actually you know stand strong I, that's what i want mm-hmm. so i love that i love to see that 
Um, but you're right. He's kind of turned into a plot device at this point. I think he has been a plot device this whole time. Well, yeah, like the, at least the first episode, he interacted with all the different characters. Right. Uh, but but now it's just been him and the crone but, or him and no one. But even in the first episode, like, yeah, he was interacting, but him getting taken mm-hmm. is is how you how you get Kit and Alora and Willow and all of them to this point. Right. And we've had nothing with him this whole time except for a couple of like little snippets of showing him in this city. And then this episode, we obviously had a lot more and you got to see a lot more of his character, mm-hmm. which was great, but that's seven episodes in and there's one left. Right. So yeah. you've just taken a device and been like, oh yeah, by the way, let's just sprinkle some personality on him. Cause it, it is a character. We didn't steal like her teddy bear or something everyone's like the royal teddy bear <laughs> like like the, we took an actual person so let's give him some personality which is great but it's a missed opportunity because you could have had that happening this whole time right well i mean i think i would have been more open and receptive to more scenes with him if they had sprinkled him in throughout the other uh episodes yeah. more more than just yeah like we, we only really saw him this episode and then a little bit last episode um and then we just like kind of see him like stepping out of his prison right in episode like four or something like i think it would have been cool if you had seen him it this episode it, he when he was talking about walking through the city and it just like not going anywhere and like he was trying to escape or whatever um mm. that would have been cool to see as one of those montage scenes right like instead of giving me a montage of kit sword fighting and uh Laura doing her magic and whatever we already know kit can sword fight like we've seen that already don't give me another one of those montages give me a montage of him trying to get through the city and then i will understand more about like what he's been through while there and maybe like you learn why can't he get through the city does does it actually, like, is it an endless loop? Does he just keep walking and then somehow end up back where he started, no matter where, in what direction he goes? Or, like, right. does he turn around because he gets frustrated? Like, what what is the deal where he can't leave? Like, what stops him? And then if you, if you see a montage of him repeatedly trying that, you're going to be like, okay, he's been there for a while. He's clearly probably going a little bit crazy. Clearly, probably. Yeah. So. I, I would have liked to see more. And I would have liked... I, I think that that's, that's the thing I would find the most objectionable in some ways right now is, like, I, I don't I don't love that he's just... Like, he, he was enjoyable when he was w- hanging out with all the different people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the, the way they set it up, he's just, like, he's the MacGuffin. Right. Is what he is. He he's the the thing everyone is fixated on. They have to achieve this thing. They have to go and rescue him. And along the way, they discover other important aspects of themselves and they grow and they're, you know, whatever. But he's like the you're right, like he is just a plot device. And it would have been more fun to have him actually hanging out with them the whole time and interacting and not having not being MacGuffined. 
like just stuffed in stuffed in the court in the tower right waiting waiting to be rescued yeah like i feel like you could have still used them as a device to get them there but you could have shown it in a different manner yeah agreed so we'll see this whole like this the reason why i did like like this episode with particularly with him and with in those scenes is because we're getting to see more of it and i liked getting to see at the end him clearly not be on that side because i'm like okay like now you've got a problem to work through because you want to save your brother but your brother clearly doesn't give an f about you right now so what are you going to do but then the flip side of how this was done is how did he get to that point Honestly, this all just really feels like they they had a script, an original script, and it, it's just been uh, like rewritten several times. That's what it kind of feels like to me. Right. Is, is it's just like, oh, we can't actually do that for whatever reason. Like, we have to go this other direction. Oh, we have to go this direction. Like, I, I don't know. It, it There's just been some weird stuff and like... Willow's friend Silas just dying and Willow's just like, yeah, let's just continue along. He's my best friend, but whatever, you know, like who cares about that guy? Really? You know, they're like, your best friend, wasn't he? He's like, he was. I knew him from whenever. Right. And just carries on. And then, yeah, he's just like continuing along. No, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of weird, weird stuff like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, the, the way they wrote it, they kind of made it so that they're kind of proof from like the quirkiness of that sort of thing. Like, I don't really care that he It's the same thing. Like I like, I like star Wars episode four, like the original star Wars mm-hmm. that there's this scene though, that is so bizarre. And like, if you really want to take it seriously, that can ruin everything for you. But uh, you know, like it has Luke who has just lost an old man who he's known for about a day mm-hmm. being comforted by the woman who's, planet she represents and her dad is and her mom is there and everyone she loves is on that planet and they her planet has just been destroyed less than a day ago Mm -hmm. and she also lost kenobi as well she's gonna miss him because she knows him right and yet she's comforting luke Mm -hmm. i just can't believe he's gone this guy i know i've known for a day you know and, and it's like you still like it if you just can't think about it too much. Right, because then it, it ruins it. it. It could. You could ruin it for yourself. So, mm-hmm. anyways, maybe we should move on to... Uh... Bad Batch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about Bad Batch, season two. How'd you like it? I liked it. It was, it was pretty much what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's um... It's what you think it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's them going right back into action. Yeah. So, what did you think? Uh, yeah. So I think I thought it was fun. Um. Uh, so that the theme that kept sticking out to me was uh, in in the first episode, it seemed like they fought stormtroopers a, a lot more. Like mm-hmm. even though stormtroopers were kind of like the the new troops like it seemed like they ended with fighting a ton of stormtroopers and i guess other type of things but uh, like they they had kind of given us the impression that 
stormtroopers were the future and clones were all being phased out which i mean they still are but in this fight it's only clones that they're fighting yeah and i thought that it was an interesting thing like uh, i've always liked being able to point these things out to my boys especially of like oh look they're stunning them they're not just killing them out of hand just because they're enemy combatants doesn't mean they can't respect life right um yeah, but that is a good point that they were fighting clone troopers. Yeah, I, I thought that there was going to be a more significant interaction between them. I thought that maybe there would be something like one of them, a few of them get captured and get interviewed by the clone commander there. And he's like, oh, like, uh, so I, I think what they're trying to do is show that order 66 is starting to wear off it's like Mm -hmm. it's like emperor pushed a button and it's like real strong for a while and then it just slowly fades until that chip just kind of burns away right and then eventually you've got oh just a bunch of clones that can't be controlled right well and there there was an episode in the last bad batch where there was a uh like on uh like the episodes with Hera in them Mm -hmm. on um Ryloth yeah Ryloth uh the, the Twilight Clone planet where there's that clone in like kind of greenish blue armor mm-hmm. and he eventually like gives a speech he's like we're better than this why are we doing this and then like they get they get killed by the Imperials right you know by the loyal clones and the, the but but it, you can see like the clones are starting to break free it's not just Bad Batch who are in this situation now it's uh the clones as well yeah, which I think is going to have a really interesting dynamic in the season. Yeah, well, yeah, like at some point clones are just going to be, are they going to just become enemies of the state, kind of? Like just hunted down like the Jedi? Right. Mm, that would be not good. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. Um, but But like we almost see no sign of any clones after after a certain point right like episode three happens mm-hmm. and we never see another clone again and I, I guess we do see um they did have that the, just like really brief cameo of uh gosh i'm forgetting his name the guy who plays Django. um oh yeah tomorrow uh, Mor- morrison yeah. yeah yeah he he shows up in the kenobi show just he's like help like help an old war vet yeah or whatever. yeah that is true he was there yeah which is fun like i i like and Kenobi is actually like, yeah, I'll chip in, mm-hmm. you know, I'll help you out. Um, it's a fun interaction, but otherwise we don't see clones. We know that they're still young enough to be alive. Like they, they, they haven't aged so much that they would have died because mm-hmm. we do see like, I guess we see Rex and his, his, uh, you know, couple of clone buddies that he, that are hanging out. Right. But, but like there are, there are, there are tons of clones. There are hundreds of thousands of clones. And yet you have to think the empire didn't just send them all to war and they all naturally died of fighting. Like you have to think that something happened, something cataclysmic for the clone population, unfortunately. Oh, that's dark. Like their own order 66 almost. Yeah. Like, like not, not that I love that. That makes me sad to think of, but I mean, I was thinking about that though, that, that this episode made me think of that. It also, like, it makes me wonder if there is going to be... Because, like you said, if, if their chips are slowly starting to fade away. And, I mean, I think pointing out the fact that you have that clone war vet uh, in Kenobi is also proof that it sort of fades away. Because he's obviously not acting like an Imperial clone, right? 
um, uh, if that's the case, it, it makes me feel like you're going to have some sort of like clone versus empire uprising, so to speak. And it could end up being how a lot of them die out. Yeah, or maybe maybe they all stay super loyal and they're all just on the Death Star when it goes, you know? No. They're like in the clone quadrant <laughs> of the Death Star. Uh, yeah, this is going to be... I, I did... I also enjoyed seeing, like, the clones. Like you were saying, they haven't aged that much, but you could tell that Omega's aged, like, a little bit. Um, yeah. Like, you could see... Yeah. It, I could see it more in her than, than the other clones. Um, and it was pretty mm-hmm. fun to see and like see them working together and you know doing their bad oh, batch yeah. things. No, I, I mean, so the first episode was like really designed to, uh, so they're they're showing like okay, Omega's like they've decided to homeschool her mm-hmm. basically, you know, which yeah. which is fine. <laughs> uh, you know, like and tech is tech. I've I've never felt like Tech was an especially uh, insightful, uh, like empathetic per- person. Like he's always just like, "Well, duh, I knew that," you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone should know that. I thought it was like when when she's like, "Oh yeah," when they figure out that that Omega is an enhanced clone like them, he's like, "They're like, why didn't you say something?" He's like, "I thought it was obvious." Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, I think Tech is probably one of the highlights of this series. I mean, I like tech, and I, I like that he uses the like the the higher diction, you know, like yeah. the because my boys, you can see, especially my eight year old, you know, he's he's a pretty smart kid, and he's you know he's reading grown up books and stuff already, so you know he's doing a great job, uh, but it's nice to just see him like you could almost see him processing the you know like i i hear it and i'm like oh yeah this is very academic speech like yeah i'm very at home listening to this like it's i just fall into it easy enough i mean most grown-ups do they don't make it so elevated but i do like that aspect it's kind of kind of just like a real brief i I don't know i'm not trying to to frame it as an educational show or something but like just a little bit of you know kind of nice to have my expose my sons to that a little bit you know but it also just like kind of feeds into this whole thing where they all have their own personalities right well and i i, I think they've they've always done actually a good job i, I like that lucasfilm does this of uh, you know like the the clones could all be so boring right honestly like they could just be no personalities like the way they make stormtroopers for instance the stormtroopers actually should have the chance to be more diverse than the clones because the stormtroopers are all just people they picked up from random planets right you know like who knows who's under there but but they're they should just be just like random people as opposed to clones who have all the same genetic predispositions and everything but they've done a great job of making all of the clones individuals yeah yeah and like that's something that i really like and then like you're seeing it with tech he stands out from the rest of them because of his diction and just like the way he views things yeah no i i really like tech mm-hmm. um well and he had a cool moment actually of, of like kind of character growth where he's talking to the old guy the toy maker guy yeah 
and he's like oh i never saw it that way before like i never saw it from that angle and i was like oh you don't really get that much like development of tech in some ways tech is like the perfect character like he he's the guy who doesn't need to develop because he's already the smartest he has everything figured out he knows exactly where his niche is mm-hmm. like he doesn't he doesn't ever have any arcs of like mental crisis of some sort like n- nothing ever focuses on him because he's already in a way perfect right but but in a way that kind of like he's fun he's good he you know he's got his own quirks and all that but i do like i, I hope that they give us a little bit more of like he really had to kind of dig deep this this uh this time honestly like the way he uh you know he talks to the toy maker or whatever and he has that empathy moment and then he's also like injured and he still has to go and save his friends mm-hmm. and he has to dig deep he's like has to take take these other clones out i, I don't know it's it's fun i i do like i like these episodes with tech more than all the other ones i think yeah that i mean i agree not that I disliked the other ones, to be clear. But. I, I feel like he just stood out more in these ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I think that that's, yeah, it's good. I like, and I like that he's, he's like kind of taken the role of, I mean, he's not the one dad of Omega, but he's, right. he's like the, the, the tutor. He's like, oh, this is an unscheduled break, you know, like yeah. get back to work. <laughs> I did. I did laugh at that. I thought it was a good a good line yeah it's fun um yeah yeah so i think they're doing a good job with setting the season up in terms of they're obviously still working together and you know omega's learning and training and all this kind of stuff um but in particular with the end of 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 season two the end of episode two uh you can see that divide already starting to happen between the empire and the clones um and i think that is what's going to make this season very interesting yeah well yeah exactly so i think that that's going to be you know this is the this is the clones phase out season kind of Mm -hmm. and i mean and they kind of showed that in the trailers as well honestly um I, i think that it was especially telling like they were saying they're talking about how like well you know okay okay so we could we could maybe like make more money but uh, like we're better if we could make all the money and then disappear just quietly forever you know right and and then they're like well we don't actually we shouldn't do that we're better than that like we we need to be helping more right and you know and one of the things that they said like okay well how could we help more and he's like well you know like we could get more you know more armament more stuff but the one of the things was more uh more numbers like they could start recruiting more mm-hmm. and i don't know if that was just dropped as a you know like a possibility or if it's a kind of a hint of all right maybe maybe bad batch are instrumental in setting up it's like starting to set up the initial stages of the the rebellion yeah i that would be kind of cool i didn't even think of that well, well, like they already met up with Saw once and right. Saw kind of like challenged him. He's like, hey, you don't, you know, like you're going to have to make the choice. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, oh, I don't, you know, they, they weren't sure what, what to think of that or whatever. But obviously they didn't slaughter Saw or his people. Mm-hmm. I, I, could see, I could see Saw making a cameo this season, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even in episode two when they meet up with, um, I think his name was Romar, that 
that man that was the toy maker guy. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I just mean in terms of like they didn't immediately they didn't immediately trust him. They also didn't immediately mistrust him. They worked well with him, I thought, and it was like a good it was just a good dynamic to see and like you could see that they were it he seemed like somebody that was they were like feeding off of each other sort of in terms mm-hmm. of just trying to survive. Um and I could see that being something that they keep doing and that would kind of incite more people to keep going and try to survive and rebel. Yeah, like these little, I thought it was fun that it was on Dooku's home planet, you know, Sereno. Um, mm-hmm. I, you've, you've watched most of the Clone Wars, maybe all of it, right? Yeah, I have. So, I, and this is pretty niche, honestly, like they weren't my favorite episodes anyways, but uh, there, there's this season or this episode where, uh, or I guess a series arc, I guess, where Asajj, uh, Dooku tries to kill Asajj because Sidious is like, hey, like we Go kill your apprentice to prove your loyalty to me right um, and and so dooku does well he tries to and then asajj gets all revengey and that's where we get you know the mother tells an arc where they're gonna go and mm-hmm. assassinate dooku and so there's all these scenes on sereno with with count dooku hanging out uh and they they went to the back to the throne room or to his, whatever is his audience room or whatever it is and that like they're hiding behind his desk you know, waiting to, you know, that's where they get on the lift and everything. It was just, I, I mean, I, I think it would have been maybe nice to see a little bit more Sereno stuff, but right. I, I thought it was, it's just a cool thing to see them paying close attention to, to the, uh, the greater continuity of everything, you know, like it, it all matched what you would kind of expect to see after, you know, a little bit of time has passed. They do a really good job of that, like Filoni and like just such a good job of making it all cohesive and and it flow. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I I really like I really like that they do that. They um they have they have the uh the story group mm-hmm. is what it's called. Like they, there's a there's a group of people who exist just to make sure that all the different Star Wars content comes out mm-hmm. that comes out is actually canon, right? And it and that it like works out properly in the storyline and everything or timeline, right? Yeah, I mean that's smart because you've gotten to a point now with it where it is so involved and intertwined. Well, there's a lot of sources out there now. I mean, yeah. like, there's comic books that can ruin everything. There's there's a lot of stuff that that you know like i don't care about there's levels of caring like if if they decide that they make a comic book series and then and then they're like you know what we think we could make a billion dollars on this this cool movie idea but we have to we have to kind of contradict this comic book Mm -hmm. i I mean you bet your ass that they're gonna they're just going to they're going to do it like they're like you know what we'll apologize to the comic book creator but and, and I think the majority of the fan base is be like, so what? Who cares? Well, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking more along the lines of like you have the movies and then you have Bad Bad Batch, um, Rebels. You have uh, um, 
Mandalorian. Now you're going to have Ahsoka. Like you have all Book of Boba Fett. You have all of these different things. Mm-hmm. Kenobi. Tons of them. That like you kind of need a story group to help you keep your storyline straight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so I know you you read part of the Way of Kings uh, recently. And mm-hmm. like it's so it's part of this greater Cosmere universe that he's right. created. Um, so like it's not just the Stormlight Archive is four books, you know, it'll eventually be 10. But <clears throat> there's other um, series <clears throat> that are part of the same universe. Right. And so he actually has a person who he hired exclusively to maintain the timeline oh, wow. of it because they all happen across a span of time, too. It's not like all happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it, some of it is, but then he has like cool crossovers and stuff. And you're like, oh, I recognize this character's from this book. And but she, she's in this one now for a minute. And, you yeah. know, how, how does how does this magic system interact with the other one? Like, it's, it's a cool thing if you want to nerd out on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, like he uh, he he was had struggling so much to keep track of his timeline that he hired someone just for that, just to map it out. Yeah, I mean it, it makes sense when it gets that that crazy and involved. So, um, yeah, but they're doing a good a good job with it and keeping it pretty straight and easy to follow. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, they totally they are, um, and I've always, I've always appreciated that about them. Um, I mean, th- there are a few little discrepancies here and there, um, but overall, it's been fine. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, yeah, so overall, first two episodes, I think it was a like I wasn't blown away by them. There wasn't anything in them that I was like, oh my gosh wow like that's gonna be so cool this season to follow but they also weren't disappointing yeah i mean so i I really did enjoy bad batch when it was first released and i I know that some people just don't want to watch animated stuff for whatever reason right Um, you know i thought that their story was pretty good though and i i want to see so what i want to see more from this from the season is i want to see more mount tantis Mm mm-hmm like that was the operation that they had going on in at the end, like the mountain that they were at and stuff. And that that's from old legends material, actually from like the old Thrawn trilogy way back in the day. Um, it's no longer canon anymore. So I really want to see that. Um, and then, I mean, I guess, you know, that's not even what I intended to start saying though. I, I guess the <laughs> thing about it is I really enjoy the series for what it is like it it's fun it's light for the most part we get to see cool cameos that we saw and i don't know if you like the martez sisters episodes in the clone wars but like mm-hmm. you know uh, like we watched we watched the martez arc with my boys a while ago and then we find and then we saw um we watched the bad batch episode with them and my boys were like no way that's so cool like they're <laughs> in here like they they really thought it was neat um but I don't know, like, there was never anything about Bad Batch that I was like, oh, man, that was epic. That was so cool. Like, right. It was just, it was just enjoyable. I just liked it. Like, it, it was good, wholesome fun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, I, and I, excuse me, sorry. I don't think this will be the case, but my fear, and I, and again, I don't think this will be the case, is that when, you know, when things get to be 
like they're really well received. Like I feel like Bad Batch was really well received. Um, and you, I always worry that like the, the showrunners and the creators or whatever will just keep spitting it out because it was well received. And then you're kind of gone past the point of where it should have ended. Like, and I'm a little bit worried that maybe they, they won't follow something logical and then, um, logical is the wrong, the wrong word, but like won't follow a storyline that is necessarily fitting and good. And you're just like, why are you doing these crazy things? And it's just to spit out episodes. And I don't think that will be the case here, but it always makes me worry whenever something is like, does well, that they'll just keep going with it. It's kind of like how you, like how you see like 15 seasons of a TV show and you're like, this should have ended 10 seasons ago. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Here, here's the thing. I, I my take on that is, uh, yeah. So obvious, you know, it can be an obvious cash grab or whatever. So that that can be frustrating. If if, but but for the most part, here's the thing. You you say okay. So fifth, uh, fifteen, uh, fifteen season show, and it should have ended ten seasons ago. Mm-hmm. The the problem with that that I see, and and this is apparent to me because uh, I mean I'm I see these conversations a lot people get people don't agree which episode or which season mm-hmm. should it should have ended on some of them will be like should have ended 10 seasons ago maybe they all agree that it should have ended you know at least five seasons ago but like it, it's just kind of sad to see like uh, you know some some shows are just ended too early too you know yeah absolutely and i, I guess to me I if I was just the decision maker, there's no money involved and no livelihoods, so I mean, not it's fictional. But if it was that case, I like the idea of them going a little over, anyways. Right. And and just risking it, just in case it is pretty awesome, actually, because some fans are going to love it so much. Yeah, and like like I I understand what you're what you're meaning. I just think. It works really nicely. And I think, again, I don't think this is going to be the case with this. And I think Filoni and Favreau have proven that they usually know what they're doing and have an idea in mind of how they want to do things. Um, But it works nicely when you've got, like, a storyline arc in mind. So you know all the points you want to hit and tell. And you can work them in. Mm -hmm. And then go from there. Well, so I won't lie, like, I, I feel this sense of, like, I like the superhero movies that they're doing. I've, I've, I've really liked the MCU, really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. And I just feel so, like, I don't know, sketchy is probably not the right word, but it's just kind of, I don't I don't want them to discontinue some of these characters that I really enjoy. Right. You know, like, I, I read this interview, just a really short one, by the guy who plays Drax, in mm-hmm. guardians of the galaxy and he say that the actor is like well i i'm so glad that i'm done with that role because i don't want that to be my legacy right like he's just too goofy and i don't want that and i'm like i mean i guess from a professional standpoint if that's not what you're like into that's fine but i'm gonna miss drax like i really like his character he is hilarious mm-hmm. like uh, you know i wouldn't wish bad things on the actor if he wants to go a different way professionally that's fine but it, it's just it's also like you kind of have to trust them, whether or not the whether or not they actually end up making good decisions. 
it, it's just like this really i don't want to let go right like i i still really liked captain america why did he have to go away right you know why why did we have to get rid of iron man like i all these really well played characters don't have to go away damn it but they also can't just keep expanding that universe indefinitely like the last avengers movies mm-hmm. were hopelessly huge like you're like oh my gosh how can you get enough screen time for everyone you can't right so you just kind of have to wrap it up oh, yes you do so so yeah they're making those I, i'm glad that i'm not the one making those decisions because i i wouldn't want to i'm like what what's wrong with it? I still like that character. Like why why are we giving away from it so early? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I think and I, I think they're gonna do a good job with it. I'm just curious where they will take it, I guess. With Bad Batch, you mean? Yeah, with Bad Batch. Yeah. Oh, it'll be good. I I think I think they I just Okay, so in terms of like greater Star Wars continuity, mm-hmm. I just wonder what they can do. Like, what there's there's this weird thing of uh, all right, I I don't mind that there's more Jedi in the galaxy than previously advertised. Like the Yoda's like Luke, you know, if you like the last of the Jedi, will you be and when when Yoda says that to Luke, it's like, okay, well, we still have Ahsoka, at least, who's not a Jedi, I guess, but still something like that. Um, you have, like, Cal Kestis kicking around. You have Ezra kicking around. You have, you know, like, there's a bunch of Jedi, actually, who are still kicking around. Like, mm-hmm. Yoda's saying, the last of the Jedi will you be? It is just like, and Yoda knows this actually, even though he's a hermit, he knows that these guys, because they've they've communicated some at least, right? So he knows they're out there, right? And so, I, I mean, Bad Batch isn't that they're they're not Jedi, but they're they're similar in the sense that they would they if they lasted until the rebellion started, they would be part of significant things, mm-hmm. and. I, the my biggest concern is where like they continue along their storyline until the point where there's like this why why aren't you guys just dead by now actually you know like what you you should have been there at the battle of yavin but you weren't for some reason like why didn't we ever see you as any part of anything in the other stories like i i get worried about that sort of thing of like but I also don't want them to be slaughtered before the rebellion starts. Like that's super depressing. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the kind of like the good thing that they have going right now is because the, the universe is so big already. And you like, you've got this massive timeline and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of a little bit easier in a way to tie in the storyline with what you want to do and make it fit. Um, I mean, also presents a challenge because you don't want to contradict any of the other existing content and storylines. Right. Um, but it makes it a little bit easier because you kind of have a reference point for yourself to work off of. And you're not just flying blind. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I, so far, I've had no complaints, really. I know that... I don't know. I, I must just be easy to please on this stuff. Like, I, I'm just supposed to be a big fanboy because... 
there are people who have decided that you know like all these other shows are so dumb like uh, you know you see some of these hardcore star wars fans saying you know like andor was boring or what and, and i'm not saying they can't have their own opinion and a lot of them are honestly arrived at they're not just like trying to be trendy or crazy or get clicks some of them are but mm-hmm. a lot of them are just like no i was genuinely bored like I, i'm not gonna begrudge someone their opinion on something you know just because i don't necessarily agree um but I, like i've just liked all the content so far that they've come out with like i i wouldn't make a good you know, I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah, that, that continuity wise, uh, that's, a, you know, like they they kept the continuity and that, that that's something that I paid a lot of attention to. Uh, and so if someone wants to be quirky, if, if Boba Fett wants to be a crime lord with no crime, I guess I'm just fine with that. I'm very permissive. Right. Um, it, does it really make like a huge amount of sense? Maybe not, but um I'm just, I don't know. I'm a Star Wars fan and I like Star Wars. I, I'm like predisposed to enjoy it until I can't, I couldn't do Visions. That's, that's the only thing I couldn't <laughs> do so far. Yeah, I haven't been able to finish that one either. Um, yeah, so. Like I've been super surprised. Like I loved the hell out of the Kenobi show, actually. I thought mm-hmm. it was so fun. I loved Leia in it, especially. I loved that they got to have another lightsaber fight that kind of made sense, actually. Like that, I felt that they tied everything together super well. And whenever I hear someone's like, yeah, it's like the Kenobi show. It's not very good or something. I'm like, what? Like, are we, are we, are we enemies now? Mm-hmm. Were we watching I mean, the same show? Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just too permissive. I'm, I'm just too happy to, I, and I think, you know, me by now, like I'm not necessarily like the easiest to just like, you know, I, I typically I, I'm like pretty skeptical about things and you know it, it take a while to warm up to to things sometimes right but I, I don't know I, I just like the Star Wars stuff what can I say I want I want to like it I you know I guess I didn't really like episode eight there's that fair or nine fair um yeah so I forget how many episodes is this supposed to be Ooh, like 16 or something like that i think i saw 16 yeah and i think that they're having a mid-season finale as well like like i think it's like a two-part mid-season finale like not i'm not saying like they're taking a break in between right but but like they're having like a climactic you know important multi-episode arc kind of thing in the middle right so it's almost like getting two seasons back to back. Like two smaller, yeah. 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 Um, interesting. Okay. I mean, it's kind of nice. Like, I, I like the filler episodes, frankly. I mean, as long as we get to hang out with those characters and stuff, I don't, I don't mind a couple episodes where it's like, well, it's just, you know, there's not much movement. I, I don't mind that. I also... It's nice to have something to point out of like, okay, we're going to have something substantial on episode seven and eight for sure. Even if the rest of it's right. kind of nebulous. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I'm I'm pretty excited for this season. I've been excited for this season for a while, so. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm, I'm really excited to cover, cover double Star Wars shows, actually. When it overlaps with Mando. Yeah. 
Yeah. So actually, uh, this this is actually a good good uh, thing to just bring up, folks. So people listening uh, to this, if you want to go to the Discord server and tell us, like, what what kind of things do you want us to talk about more? Like, Bad Batch isn't going to be able to hold our conversation for like super long every week, probably. Right, because it's only twenty five yeah. minutes. Right, and a lot of it really is a little bit more light. You know, it's it's more kid friendly stuff. It's more whatever. Um, and not that it makes it bad. It's a lot of fun, but it it's like okay, well that it's not like tons of substance here. So, uh, do you want to talk more about Star Wars continuity? Do you guys want us to talk more about just I don't know? Give us topics in the Discord server. Let it let us know which thoughts are. Yeah, that's a good point because. 25 minute episodes moving forward yeah well and honestly i mean like like star wars continuity i I don't i don't know honestly like i I haven't even asked you about this but like that's something i could just talk about you know like for for a long time you know i i'd be fine with just talking about that in general but you know like is that something people are interested in Mm -hmm. more of uh you know just like a a more focused kind of you know like this is a star wars show that talks you know that talks about other shows as well or what you know i'd be interested to see what other people's opinions are in that regard mm-hmm. yeah i'm curious just curious not that we have to act on that yeah um cool any other th- thoughts <laughs> i mean there's always thoughts <laughs> but i think i think we're good what about you no i'm just excited to see see what's coming next what would you rate this uh these two episodes uh, from on a scale from 1 to 10 i don't know 7 and a half 8 yeah i thought they were strong they weren't boring they they didn't feel fillery uh yeah Okay, so bold prediction. I think that the Admiral guy at the end is going to get... I think they're going to take him down. Mm. I, I think he... Because he's... Now he it's going to make it his own. So he tells the clone, all right, you're going to... The way we know that the clones are starting to rebel is... Yeah. He's like, you're going to falsify this record. And the clone's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Screw you. And he's like, okay, well, I'll kill you. Right, and that that's not going to fly for too long. Pretty soon, that's going to end up in con, you know, in in conflict. Um, yeah, and I think he's going to make it his vendetta to kill the bad batch before Ooh. the bad batch. Well, he has he has to like his name is on the line. He can't if if word gets out that they're there, he's like, no, I already killed them, guys. Like they're dead. Yeah. So now he's going to go all out trying to destroy them before they destroy his reputation as he sees it. Yep, I could totally see that. I I, I mean, that that admiral character is definitely going to be a big role this season. Uh, yeah, I think he can be the big bad. Yeah. And he's not necessarily that bright, so they can just keep out maneuvering him. And and get, like he's not he's not charismatic to the point where like the clones aren't personally loyal to him either. Right. Yeah, I can totally see that. Good call. I, just thought it, I thought it was so it was just super dirty, like Oh, so dirty. He's just like, Oh, you won't obey me? Like I will just murder you. Yeah. That that's it's very it's very empire ish. It is. But it's still I don't know, it's it's funny because it's so ruthless. It, you could get away with it in an animation show like this kind of, but like I don't know, like in Andor, I, it, 
it's very cutthroat but i don't know people people are still like trying to murder people but it's i don't know it it's like i don't know maybe maybe they would i guess i guess i could see characters from andor doing that in fact andor did andor did it. kill one of them which i liked but yeah um i mean i mean that that guy was dirty but that guy was the one who picked a fight with him it's different Anyways, the Ad- Admiral Rampart, I think we never see him in any other medium. I think he's going down. Fair. Fair enough. It's a good call. I like it. Ooh. Uh, bold. Here, here's, the, here's the most bold claim ever. I think it's going to be Crosshair who does it. Ooh. Rampart will have them in his power and he'll be like, oh, I'm so much better than you. And Crosshair will be like, have this Vader moment of, does he save, does Vader save Luke from the Emperor, you know? Right. Or or not. And Crosshair discovers his loyalty isn't to just following orders. It's also to his friends. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good call. I like that. Who knows if that's really like they could also just have his ship crash into a moon or something. something yeah, and weird, he could but... just just die. But I feel like that would be that would be pretty good. Well, for this show to be as good as the last one, you need the conflict of Crosshair. Oh, absolutely! You one hundred percent do. You need him to be conflicted about things. Mm-hmm. Like he is, honestly, I think Crosshair, I mean, it's, it's so late to say this because we're going to have to sign off soon, but <laughs> he he is almost the most important character in, in this whole show, actually. Because you know the other clones are going to be good. Right. Basically good. Like they're going to help Rex. Like there's, there's all those trailers of Rex saying, so do you want to do a mission for me? Like, what do you think they say? Like, shove off? Of course, they're going to be like, yeah, if you're, you're a good guy, we're good guys, we're going to do it. The, the only questionable person in the whole series, because all the Imperials are bad, they're evil. Mm-hmm. The only person of question are maybe all the clones, the other clones, and Crosshair is the big, big, big question mark. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, though. And he could go either way. I think he could. So... I, guess I mean, see. he, yeah, they've made him morally ambiguous enough. Like he's, he was ready to jump in and slaughter those women and children in the refugee camp in, yeah, in the the first season. So I wonder if we'll see him, like if, if we do get like that mid season finale, like you're talking about. I wonder if that's where he's going to start to switch back. Mm. If he, if that's the route they are going. Yeah, that's a good point. I. They need they need him in most of these episodes, though. I really yes. do believe that that's that's something that they kind of missed this season. Or the 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 opening, no mention whatsoever of Crosshair. Yeah, we maybe we'll, hopefully we see him in the next episode then. I, yeah, I hope so, man. So it won't ruin it for me, but yeah, the the less episodes of him, I think, makes for a weaker a weaker overall season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, what it would it be believable if Hunter was suddenly like, I don't know, guys, maybe we should be Imperials. Right, right, exactly. Like, you know, that's not going to happen. So you need Crosshair to be the one going back and forth. Yeah, you, you, it has to be that. Because otherwise, everyone's just like, yeah, I'm I'm good. Yeah. You know, 
we're good guys we won't look we might die but we won't we might we might solve problems in interesting ways but but the actual conflict in, internal conflict isn't going to be there unless it's crosshair right so anyways interesting. we're gonna be done i'm sorry all, all this all these bonus thoughts my apologies no you're good <laughs> um yeah so i guess i guess that's it until next week then no more bonus thoughts <laughs> none no no bonus thoughts from old adam here <laughs> no so we will have the finale of willow which may or may not be satisfying <laughs> yep and may or may not and the next episode of bad batch yeah sweet sounds like a plan. Um, it does sounds like a good plan to be yeah and uh, maybe more bonus thoughts. All the bonus thoughts, yep. Yeah. All right. I think that's it then. All right, All right guys. Shove off. <laughs>